Welcome to Women Who Sarcast, where we apply the lowest form of wit to the social issues of our time. I'm Kathy Barron. And I'm Debbie Stair, your certified sarcasm specialist. So today, Deb, it's our 10th episode. And Uh, in good form, you know, we got to know what the number 10 means. We can't just leave it at number 10. Right. We need the deep significance. Got a deep dive into the number 10. So give us some significance, Kathy. What have you found out about the number 10? So number 10 symbolizes the completion of a cycle. Oh, cool. I don't know. Maybe this will be our last episode. (laughs) We've cycled. Is that similar to the premenstrual cycle? (laughs) Maybe. I mean, menstrual cycle. It's a completion of something. (laughs) Completion of our insanity after doing 10 episodes. Uh, 10 is the very first number that needs a separate part. Right. It's a couple. One and zero. Uh, let's see. Um, bowling pins are arranged in the same shape as the tetrakitis. What's the tetrakitis? It's, uh, one plus two plus three plus four. I don't know. Let's move on. Um. Wasn't there a religious significance? The number is the number of heaven and the world and the universal creation. Cool. And uh, for those pagans out there, 10 is also in the tarot, the wheel of fortunes. It's the universal principle of abundance, prosperity, and expansion. And the goddess associated with that is Fortuna from uh, Roman mythology, not Tuna from the ocean. Well, no wonder I like the wheel of fortune game on TV. (laughs) <laughs> the wheel mesmerizes me i get dizzy and then <laughs> mind control happens i'm not allowed to watch tv right <clears throat> uh let's see what else we got here uh i think that's pretty oh, I much i mean interstate 10 is a coast-to-coast highway in the united states <laughs> it goes from florida to california i've never been on highway 10 have you i have not i don't think well, that's interesting. I may have been not even known it. I mean, in Southern California, you don't know where you are half the time anyway. <laughs> um, I have wanted to do Interstate 10, but it has just never happened for me. And now that it's summer and it's 1,000 degrees, I do not want to do Interstate 10. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's... All right. One last thing. The principle of opportunity, breakthrough, and prosperity. So that's who we are here at Women Who Sarcasts. Opportunity, breakthrough, and prosperity. And we're completing a cycle. So onward. All right. Today's topic is automated forms of online therapy. So online (laughs) therapy? Yep. I misplaced my notes, so we're going to have to wing it. (laughs) Oh, no. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. All right. So uh, we call this segment, How Do You Feel About That? Computerized uh, Therapy for an Online uh, World. So Kathy and I decided to see what kinds of counseling are out there. And so I have, what are the various forms of, of counseling? You can do face-to-face. You can do messengers. You can do texting. Um, you can Skype. Um, 
And so we aren't really focusing on any of those. Um, one thing I did note from looking at the research is that um, most of the online stuff is more uh, cognitive behavioral and it's addressed uh, uh, for depression and anxiety. So mm -hmm. cognitive behavioral, changing thoughts and changing mm. behaviors. Change your thoughts, change your life. Right. And uh, so you... <laughs> $500 an hour. <laughs> right. I can fly. Change my life. Now that I broke all four <laughs> limbs. <laughs> so uh, up here at the beginning, I have a little bit of a hesitation. I have a couple degrees in, in psychology um, because they told me I had to. Because why and, not? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've always been taught that it's the relationship with the therapist that's supposedly important and, and healing. And, of course, online, especially the more automated forms like um, therapy bots or automated programs like Eliza um, are actually taking uh, the human out of the equation. So I have some misgivings um, about that, but I'm aware of, the, of, of my bias. The other thing that's interesting is that... Um, there are correlations between technology. The longer that you spend on technology per day, the more likely you're to be depressed or anxious. Even though you're taking therapy or doing therapy in that time frame? <laughs> yeah, so there's an irony there. It's like, oh, <laughs> so I'm feeling depressed and anxious maybe because I'm isolated and I'm on my computer all the time. So now I'm going to do therapy with my automated bot to help my <laughs> depression and anxiety. That's a little bit like treating alcoholism by drinking more, <laughs> I think. <laughs> right. Hey, it works for me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so um, what did you find out there in the online uh, world? I, I did some research, too, and I figured we can just go back and forth. Well, let me tell you. Uh, there's quite a few things out there. One is called Mood Notes, and it's an app. Right. Uh -huh. um, and it's only three ninety nine, so you can't beat the price. Yeah, actually, some of these forms are way cheaper than, you know, eighty. How how much does therapy go for? It's like one hundred and fifty bucks now. an hour. Four hundred and fifty bucks. No, one hundred. One hundred. Really? <laughs> well. Yeah. At, at least okay. the ones that I've looked up. Not that I mean right. for a friend. I mean I looked up for a friend. Right. Not that either of us have ever mm. ever but in an automated therapy bot's office. Okay. No, I haven't so done that. 399 is not 100, so that you could do a lot more sessions. Right. So it operates on the principles of um, cognitive behavioral therapy, like you just mentioned, mm -hmm. using actions to help correct the faulty or negative thinking patterns that lead to negative behavioral patterns. So at a specific time every day, the app's going to ask you, how are you? Mm -hmm. Um... You know, what's contributing to you feeling this way? Did you fall into any traps? Um, so it tracks your moods and your thoughts and emotions. And um, anyway, so did you sign up? No, I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, looked it up and it's not on my new spiffy new <laughs> Android phone, which you know what? I um, this sounds similar to a program called Wobot which mm -hmm. we'll talk about it like later. Mm -hmm. um, but it, does, it sounds like it does the same thing, only has a little... I like the name, Wobot. Yeah, Wobot's cool. For because, sure. whoa, 
and then the play on Woe, the play on Robot. But the thing that happened with me is immediately I signed up for it, and then the next day, nothing. What do you mean, nothing? It's supposed to ask me how I am every day. Yesterday, it did not ask me how I was. Well, even robots need a day off. (laughs) I know, but it just met me. (laughs) We only had one fairly unsatisfactory session. Maybe it was tracking your mood and felt that you were fine. (laughs) (laughs) There weren't any red flags. I was hiking in the woods, and it's tracking me by drone. See? It knew you were in the woods, (laughs) relaxing. Okay, so a couple other apps um, is Breathing Zone, oh, which that? is also three ninety nine, and um, it, it there's a guided sound. You can either pick Celestial Choir or uh-huh. um, Tribal or Indian Singing Bowl. Okay. So you press play, you breathe along with the circle that expands and contracts to help you set your pace. So this isn't really therapy. This is just telling you to chill out. <laughs> so is it for anxiety? But I guess if you're feeling anxious, you know, you can breathe while focusing on something else and it's supposed to calm you down. Mm, well, that'll help with the anxiety. Because if you're breathing deeply and you're more relaxed, there's no way you can feel mm. anxious. <laughs> I know right. I tried. Yeah, uh, and then there's pause, which is a buck ninety nine. It's like meditation um, offers a meditation experience that draws on ancient Tai Chi and mindfulness practices, mm-hmm. but it feels more like an iPhone game. So you like, there's like this lava like blob that moves around your screen, and mm-hmm. slowly and with focus, and you're supposed to like move it with your finger really slow and if you go too fast it'll tell you and is that why it's called pause because like you take your paw and you poke at the well, blob on not this. spelled that way i think it's more for your cat actually i think my cat uses it a lot but pause. it's p-a-u-s-e because you're supposed to pause so it's supposed to relax you and train you well, it's supposed to, attention. you know, calm you down before you dive back into your stressful life. <laughs> Which makes so much sense. <laughs> Take a moment from your sword fighting <laughs> event <laughs> in the plaza. Uh, I things. need a moment. Um, and then that's the, interesting. And then oh. the final thing, I'm sorry, is talk space. Because oh. I think you mentioned this before in our conversations. Um, talk space is uh sessions start at twenty five dollars. Yeah. And you actually talk to a living human person, even mm-hmm. though it is on your smartphone. So you can do video chat or text. And yeah. then um if uh for anyone who needs immediate relief but can't get an appointment until week from next Tuesday, then you can <laughs> do the talk space and you know they can they can help you out with that. Uh huh. So is it twenty five dollars a session for so like twenty minutes? So it starts at twenty five. That's all mm-hmm. I. I didn't really look into that one. Um. But I did find uh, an app on my brand new Android phone called Headspace, and it's kind of uh-huh. like a meditation app where you can, you know, do the basics. Kind of they kind of teach you how to meditate and kind of get started. 
doing that. So every time it alerts me to meditate, I just dismiss it and continue on what I'm doing. <laughs> so it's very effective. <laughs> well, if you're driving, you know, right. you know, start meditating. Uh, you know, dedication. I remember, I remember one time um, there's this technique you can use where you sit quietly and you turn your head to the left and you take an in-breath. Then you turn your head to the right and you do an out-breath. But the difference, it's supposed to be clearing. Um, so you'll think of a relationship or someone that you want to clear or memories. And so you draw the energy back in from the memory and then you expel it. And... Um, and it actually is pretty powerful. It works. But uh, I told my therapist, yeah, I did that on my car in my commute on the, <laughs> on the way to work. Nice. <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> Seems like you get whiplash that way. I said it still works. I mean, I mean, I had an hour and a half commute. <laughs> well, I mean, on the 25, there's no cars anyway. So you're pretty much driving by yourself. No, this was when I lived in California. Oh, okay. <laughs> when you really needed it. Yeah, my office was 15 minutes away, but by car, it took me an hour and a half. <laughs> right. That's about how it is up here. So, um, yeah, it still works, but maybe it shouldn't have. You know, there are video games. Mm. Um, there's a video game out of New Zealand. It's for teens. I tried to access this, even though I'm shit at um, video games. Um, it's a whole uh, cognitive behavioral therapy video game called Sparks. And... Um, uh, basically, it's a whole land where you have an avatar and you go through these various um, land, these various places like the Volcano Province, which helps you cope with intense emotions like anger. Um, I think I need that ice. one. <laughs> I, I wanted to play it. I did. Is it on yeah, your I, phone? I've done, I've done. Or is it on uh, your computer? It's, it's only for we have to immigrate to uh, New Zealand. Oh, man. But I wonder they're so friendly over there. <laughs> it's because they're very, very far away from Russia and the United States. <laughs> <laughs> so the acronym stands for SMART, Positive, Active, Realistic, and X-Factors Thought Strategies Designed to Fight Depression. So it's a whole video game where negative thoughts come at you, and then you shoot them down, and then you learn how to you know, pick or create uh, more positive thoughts that are more aligned with reality. Because, you know, like the thoughts like, I'm, uh, nobody loves me, or if I fuck up at my job, I'm going to, you know, get fired. Or if I uh, uh, move to Portland, I'll be unhappy there because of the rain. Um, uh, it, apparently, cognitive behavioral therapy wants to people to look at where the irrationalities of their thought are, mm -hmm. like all or nothing thinking, or catastrophizing, or just believing something that's you know not true because when you start thinking about you know with the nobody loves me if you start looking at all the people in your life and realizing who's there and who's been nice to you last week or this week we find that a lot of our thinking is globalistic and kind of nihilistic mm -hmm. so apparently this video game helps you you know we work rework that it's great it's and, too bad um, it's only new zealand people yeah so, <laughs> another reason to move to New Zealand, right? So I decided to try some of this because um, uh, I didn't want to read any more about therapy. I thought 
today I probably need some therapy. <laughs> so, Don't we all? Anyway, so I was clunking around the internet, and um, I wanted to I wanted to try out one of these bots, the okay. chat bot, therapy bot, uh-huh. whatever. And I uh, ran across an article that mentioned Eliza. Eliza is from the 1960s. It's a computer program that, well, they were playing with AI possibilities, but it was trained to um, emulate or mimic client-centered therapy, which was invented by Carl Rogers and is a real thing. Um, it's a humanistic form of therapy that uh, it doesn't give advice. It's not like cognitive behavioral therapy, um, and it's not psychotherapy that you know where you go investigate where you're where you were disappointed with your parents mm-hmm. or whatever. It basically focuses on paying very close attention to what the person has said and then asking questions. Right. Um, so I'd like to demonstrate how it's supposed to sound um, versus how it actually went. Mm-hmm. And I wondered if you would be my client for five minutes. And Your guinea I'll, pig? Sure. Yeah. And I, I want to uh, demonstrate what <laughs> what client-centered therapy is supposed to uh, sound like. Okay. I'm for it. So. So what we'll have to do is just pretend that I'm wise and here to help you, which we know that's not true. <laughs> and that I really need therapy. We're going to pretend that too. Uh, and that it, you come with what's <laughs> called a presenting problem. Presenting we all know problem. that you're wise and perfect and you are aligned with the number 10. Indeed. <laughs> all right. So what do oh, I have I to do for this the therapy? So how can I help you? <laughs> oh, I have to give you a problem? Y- yeah. Like you I can't just go to the therapist for a okay. problem. You got to bring your own. <laughs> Sometimes you don't know you have one until you like go to therapy and then you're like, crap, I really did need this. Okay. All right. So what's the typical problem that most people have? Oh, they might be feeling anxious or they might be uh, upset about their (laughs) their weight or maybe pissed off the dog barking. Uh, (laughs) Just whatever's concerned. I'm having a problem with my relationship. All right. How about anger management? Okay. I'm angry so all the time. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're angry. You're feeling angry yes. a lot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. Can you elaborate on that? Oh, you know, when I drive to work, then all the stupid people on the freeway. Road rage, you know. So you feel, you notice that you're angry when you're driving to work and you feel uh, road rage? Correct. And is that the only place that you feel anger? No, I mean, I feel angry at work and I feel angry shopping. I feel angry walking down the street. So it sounds like you're telling me you feel angry all the time. Is that a fair assessment? Yes. How's this working for you? (laughs) So I'm going to stop here (laughs) um, because that's how it sounds. It's a real form. And actually, what would happen next is, is Kathy would get in more into the particulars, and then eventually she would end up visiting maybe the real causes. Just by me asking and listening and asking some more questions and repeating back to her to letting, letting her know that I'm hearing her. That's the whole point of client-centered therapy. So, yeah, that went just about like it would go. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the bat and pillow comes out, and the therapist makes you... Hit the pillow, which I've done in therapy before. You know, they have found that that's effective for some people, but uh, that doing that too often actually reinforces the the brain patterns in the mind. 
hmm. that create more anger. So you're actually di- digging the groups, digging the grooves deeper. Interesting. So therapists have to be careful about how much of that cathartic therapy that's already happened. It should never be the only thing that is used. Right. So anyway, so here's how my conversation with Eliza. Eliza is a um, licensed uh, therapist from the 1960s. And so I brought her the problem of depression, which I do have issues with, but I wasn't trying to be really serious. So she says, so how are you? And I said, I'm depressed. Nothing pleases me. How long have you been depressed? Nothing pleases you? Me, for months now. Tell me more, says Eliza. So this is all pretty standard. It's working pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I say, I feel like I have no options in life. Everything feels bad and looks bad. And then Eliza says, do you enjoy feeling bad and looking bad? <laughs> why, yes, Eliza. <laughs> That's why I'm here talking to you. <laughs> do I enjoy it? So I wrote, if I enjoyed feeling depressed, I wouldn't be depressed. <laughs> And then I'm thinking, this is why I don't like talking to people. And then I'm like, you're not talking to people. You're talking to a computer program. So, and th- so then Eliza says, come, come, elucidate your thoughts. And I said, feeling bad obviates feeling good. Where the fuck did you get your psychology degree? Eliza says, you're not really talking about me, are you? Are you serious? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we're not talking about me today, Deborah. We're talking about you. And I said, absolutely, I am. You aren't helping me. It's all semantics. And Eliza says, do you believe it is normal to be me aren't helping you? It's all semantics. (laughs) And And that's when you hit the delete button. And I said, and I was howling with laughter. I said, can you try that in standard English? (laughs) And then she says, perhaps you would like to be able to try that in standard English. Oh, my. I mean, goodness. this is getting a little defensive. And I said, Eliza, don't project your issues on me, please. <laughs> I'm not the therapist. And then she asks me, do you believe it is normal to not be the therapist? <laughs> so where is this going exactly? <laughs> and I said, yes. And she says, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Do you believe it is normal to be sure? Yes, it is normal to be sure. I see. So then I said, so what do I do about feeling depressed? (laughs) She says, are such questions on your mind often? What, being depressed? (laughs) I'm like, okay, so that went nowhere. (laughs) I was going to say. And what was the suicide rate during this time that they were um, testing this? um, Is it normal for you not to be the therapist? uh, 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 What's her name? Uh, Alexa? Oh, yeah. Ale- well, I- what, what was her name? Eliza. Eliza is pretty close to Alexa, don't you think? Yeah. I think they're mm-hmm. relative. Yeah. I, I think Alexa came from Eliza. Right. Because they have I, the I, same I, attitude, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Alexa has more, uh, the, the newer AI programs have more uh, flexibility. Because this was a really old one. Uh, from the 60s right and going in circles definitely helps you with your anxiety and depression i'm sure i just love that do you enjoy feeling depressed <laughs> <laughs> oh it's fucking obvious marvelous <laughs> yeah, right. 
I could learn how to enjoy this, I would never be unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked how she was like getting defensive there at the end. It's like, <laughs> why don't you try talking standard English? I'm like, I can't believe this shit I'm getting from an online computer. <laughs> Uh, so tell me what you found out about uh, Wobot, because that's where I went next. Well, Wobot, um, of course, I highlighted on my Word document and now I printed it, and then I can't see where I highlighted it. So that was effective. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. You can wing it. You're a ten. Oh, that's one. Well, that's one meaning that we didn't investigate. Being a ten. Oh, that's okay. We'll leave that to Bo Derek. Uh, for all of you over 50. <laughs> so, uh, Wobot was, I guess, created by a team of Stanford psychologists and AI experts. And uh, it uses brief daily chat conversations, mood tracking, videos, word games to help manage, help people manage mental health. Uh, they've tested a beta for a year. And it was like a... $39 a month and it checks on you once a day. Yeah, um, now it's free. You can oh, download an now. app on your phone mm -hmm. okay. or you can do it through Facebook, uh, Facebook Messenger. The thing with Facebook Messenger, though, is that it's going to right. keep, keep the conversation in there, although you can elect to delete it. Well, there are so, HIPAA issues with that. I did read that in the article and it did say that they were trying to create their own format um, on platform for that but apparently uh -huh. they haven't yet because they're still using the messenger mm -hmm. yeah um i did both i didn't like what happened when i used the app so i went to messenger uh i see so i think it it asks you uh what is your energy like today how are you feeling what's going on in your world and it's uh just a 10-minute, I think, follow-up of how your day's going and what's going on. So, sounds pretty interesting. I, I've never used it, so. All right, well, I did. And so, do you mind listening to some excerpts about, you know, what happened? We can critique. <laughs> Is it better than your last experience? <laughs> yeah, it actually is different, and it, it's a little better, and I actually inadvertently learned something. Okay. <laughs> You're so on. she asks, uh, so what are you doing besides talking to me? <laughs> was the first question? Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, so I said, let's see, I feel anxious about moving. I feel anxious about moving. She says, I know it can feel a bit odd to put this into numbers, but how anxious would you say you're feeling right now? And so uh, it gives a zero to five and I don't understand what five means. I mean, is that good or is it that bad? So I just hit five. That means you're very anxious. Okay. Um, and uh, then she says, I see. So this is Wotron here talking to me. Is there any amount of this anxiety you may want to hold on to for any reason? Mm. And I said... In the tradition of sarcasm, yes, because I love feeling anxious. It's fun. You are, <laughs> you are very wise, she said. Oh. 
or he. I don't know if it's he or she. It's a gender-neutral wobot. Mm-hmm. So, what purpose could this anxiety be serving you? Or what positive thing does it say about you as a person? Write it here. <laughs> I wrote, I can worry like a motherfucker. That's what it means. <laughs> I'm fantastic at it. You probably broke their, um, what is it, their uh, algorithm with that word. <laughs> also, it may mean I can stay in my head and not take any action. So I actually said something real there. She's, so she says, given this context, what would be a healthy, adaptive level of anxiety? So one thing I noticed about her, or it, is that it ignores swear words. It can handle you know, the anger can handle. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so I said, what do these ratings mean? I mean, what the hell is a five in anxiety? Da, 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 da. Uh, and uh, she never answered um, that. <laughs> well, that's nice. Because it doesn't matter. Yeah. And she was, okay. So can you tune into your negative automatic thoughts? So I said, well, I know what those are, but. I wanted to see what she would say. So I said, examples, please. And so th she said, there's usually first-person snappy statements, like, I can't do this. What if I mess up? Something bad's going to happen. I'm not strong enough. So she says, write one of your anxious thoughts that's bothering um, you here. I said, I'm worried that moving from Santa Fe is a mistake, and I will be unhappy if I'm not in the desert. And so then she asked, does your thought, moving from Santa Fe is a mistake, I'll be unhappy if I'm not in the desert, have some catastrophizing in it? And I said, yes. And then she said, nice catch. Watch out for that catastrophizing. And there's a gif of a, a woman catching a baseball in a baseball game. <laughs> so there's all these happy little. <laughs> nice catch. <laughs> nice catch. What Watch do you need me for? Why did you and call write, me? Oh. All right. Oh, fuck me. Because I don't like overly cheerful people or mountain, robots. Mountain. Robots yeah. or smiley faces. Right. So then she says she ignored the swearing. Mm -hmm. She just she doesn't give in, you know. I would have upset a person by now. Are you fortune telling with your thought? Moving from Santa Fe is a mistake. I'll be unhappy if I'm not in the desert. And I wrote, I'm a depressed person. That renders me able to see the future. I am the holy oracle of pessimism, <laughs> which she ignored. And then and it went blank. She said, "The truth is, we can't tell the future, but it feels like that this outcome has already." happened mm. so i looked at that and i went you know actually i'm in the desert now and i'm miserable <laughs> i don't think the desert's working <laughs> right <laughs> <sighs> well that was a successful Honestly. therapy session wasn't it <laughs> so if you need the obvious brought to your attention go to wobot.com <laughs> For free, now you can be, you know, told what you already know, which is what therapy yeah. is anyway, in my opinion. It's, they're just reminding you what you already know and bringing it to the forefront. So, Yeah, well, it did get me to focus. So I'm like, so the desert isn't keeping me from being miserable. So anyway, she told me then I was an awesome thinker. Cool. And she offered me a picture of a small dog <laughs> as a gift. Nice. Take this adorable fluffer as a sign of celebration. And I wrote, I'm a cat person. <laughs> and then she asked, how about, how about all that all or nothing thinking? 
And I'm like, I don't think being a cat person is all or nothing thinking. <laughs> and then we then we stopped talking. Oh, okay. I've been here. Well. So that was my adventures with um, Wobot. Very interesting. Well, I think, you know, considering how much real therapy costs, I think people are going to, and, and how much we all use our smartphones, the Wobot and apps are going to be coming into play more and more. Mm-hmm. Although I'm not sure how real effective that will be for someone who really needs therapy, but um, I think it's a good adjunct if with existing because I notice that I'm paying more attention to how I'm thinking and what I'm thinking mm-hmm. and you know silly logical things, um, and it works. There is evidence that this stuff works. Um, it does improve people's mood. It does help with depression, especially mild and medium mm-hmm. depression. And so I think it's a helpful adjunct. I think if a person is seriously in a hole, um, and these programs tell you to go seek a person if you're about to hurt yourself or right. Well, um, I mean, they don't they, they don't pretend they, that they're going to have all the answers. Well, but they have to do that for their own insurance and liability and covering their own ass. So yeah, I think uh, Eliza, the original program, was ultimately diagnosed as bipolar. <laughs> well. Alexa's getting up there, I'll tell you what. All <laughs> no, right. Eliza, not Alexa. All right, any All final right. words, Deb? Um, everyone, get out there and make your day a 10. Yeah. <laughs> and please come back next week for more Women Who Sarcast. And thank you, everyone, to, uh, for listening. All right. Thank you, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Toodles. Show music provided by Mike Imbasiani. You can find him at MikeImbasiani.com. That's M-I-K-E-I-M-B-A-S-C-I-A-N-I.com. 